welcome to the Unbusy Your Life podcast, where each week you will learn the tips, tools, strategies, and mindset of productivity. This isn't time management. This is personal management because the solution to your scheduling, time, and productivity issues is you and how you show up in your time. Hi, I'm Neil Williams, life coach and productivity expert, and I am going to help you become the best you in your 24 hours so you can get all the things done and live the exact life you want. Get ready to unbusy your life. Number 27, everyone. I'm so excited that you're tuning in to the show this week. Now, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago and a couple of episodes ago that my husband's company closed their doors like immediately. He got a call, you no longer have a job as of today. It was shocking and unexpected and made me really think about things happening in the world and the emotions that we have from the way that we think about these things. So I wanted to do this episode for any of you who are feeling like you're experiencing really big emotions right now because of how your brain is interpreting the things that are happening in your life or in your world. Someone said this to me the other day, a bigger life means bigger emotions. I thought about that for a long time, actually, and I actually believe that it's the opposite. I think allowing bigger emotions allows you to create a bigger life, and that's what I want to talk to you about today. So what I'm going to tell you might help you get some perspective on how you're feeling and may even bring you some peace about all of it. So first, what I want to tell you and remind you, I've said this on the podcast before, but I want to remind you of this. We as humans are designed to feel both the positive and the negative emotions. That's why they exist. They were part of our design and served us and still serve us. So I'm not going to teach you on this episode how to feel better about negative emotions. I'm going to teach you why negative emotions are the path to your best life. And if you're experiencing them, it doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong or that something has gone wrong. In fact, it probably means that you're doing it right and that you're in the process of creating a bigger life for yourself. As humans, we are fueled by pleasure and by pain. So often we do things to feel good, but we also do things so that we don't feel pain. And that's exactly where I think the bigger emotions can create a bigger life. Let's begin by reviewing where feelings come from. Now I've taught you on this podcast about this before, but I want to review it because I think it takes some time to change the way that we think about feelings. Most of us think that our feelings are created from the things and the people outside of us. And it makes sense that we think this, right? Because most of us have been taught that that's the truth. But what is the actual truth? We know this from science now. They are created, our feelings are created from our thinking about the things and the people outside of us. And that point in and of itself is critical for you to understand. 
So with my example of my husband suddenly becoming unemployed, it's not the unemployment that created my sadness and my disappointment and my fear. It was my thinking about it. Things like, he's not going to find a job he loves as much ever again. This changes our whole world. I'm solely responsible for my family's financial well-being right now. (laughs) And I don't want to be. All of this kind of thinking that popped up into my brain when I learned about this is what created my feelings of sadness and disappointment and fear and worry. But because I know where my feelings come from, I knew that it was my thinking about this situation that was creating my emotion about it. And just the knowing of that put me in control and empowered me. And that's what I want for you too. I want you to understand that your feelings are because of the way that you're thinking. And because you understand that, you are in control and you can be empowered to allow yourself to feel that way or to change it. So the question that I have for you is what emotions have you been experiencing lately? Whatever those are, there are thoughts or sentences or phrases in your mind that are creating them. What are those thoughts or sentences or phrases that are making you feel the way that you're feeling? Now, so often we do this work and I see this in my own practice with my clients. We only think about the negative emotions. And we learn that, okay, it's my thinking about this thing that's causing my negative emotions, but we forget about the other side of the coin when we're doing this work, that it applies to the positive ones too. So if you're feeling happy, it's because of the way you're thinking. If you're feeling excited, it's because of your thoughts. If you're feeling energized or motivated, it's because there's phrases or sentences in your brain that are making you feel this way. And I think the best way to get really good at this idea of understanding that your feelings are created from your thoughts and you taking a hundred percent responsibility for that is to look at how you're feeling right now and figure out what you are thinking that's creating it, whether it's a positive emotion or negative emotion. And sometimes I think it's easier to gain awareness about this when you see the positive emotions, how you're feeling happy maybe. Is it because of the way that you're thinking about your kids? Or is it because of the way you're thinking about your life? What is going on in your mind that is creating that happiness for you? Now, what's great about this knowing is that you can choose to feel different if you want. And I think it's so vitally important to stop and ask yourself, is that really what I want? Do I want to feel different about this situation right now? When I ask myself this question about the situation with my husband losing his job or the company going out of business, I decided that I actually did want to feel sad and disappointed about it. And I didn't want to change those feelings. And that's such an empowering place to be, to realize that I'm feeling this way and I want to feel this way about this situation. And then I was able to drop in and let myself experience those feelings. So many times I think those of us who are coaches try to get our clients to a different feeling because we think that's what they want. But I think the ultimate empowerment As a coach, the thing that I can teach you to empower you the most 
is to show you the options, to make the options available to you, to choose what you want on purpose and intentionally. And sometimes that choice deliberately is sadness and disappointment. I really believe understanding this is the thing that allows you to become the master of your emotional life. Now, what the feelings are, are really just vibrations in your body. So when you're having a feeling, it's triggered by something in your brain and then travels to your body. The signal travels into your body and creates a vibration in your body. And for me, sadness feels heavy. Disappointment also feels heavy in my body, but it's almost like there's just a little bit of like a buzzing in my stomach, maybe um, a little bit of a pit in my stomach. And also sometimes some buzzing in my solar plexus. Now, if you haven't spent any time studying your own body's response to different feelings, this is a great opportunity to get familiar with them, especially if you feel like you're experiencing some big emotions. You're like feeling all the feels, right? Which is what I felt last week when I learned about this situation with my husband's uh, job. You can literally stop anytime in your day and ask yourself what you're feeling and how that feeling shows up in your body. So number one, you want to name what that feeling is. Now, even this alone, we're not very good at doing. We can say it feels good or it feels bad, but we're not very good at actually naming the feeling in and of itself. Okay, is it good? What is the goodness? Is it happy? Is it joy? Is it love? Or when we say bad, what is bad? Is bad sadness? Is bad disappointment? Is bad feeling defeated, despair, worry? What is it? Number one, noticing what the emotion is, naming it, and then dropping into your body and understanding how it feels in your own body. So to do that, you can just close your eyes and get quiet and do a body scan. Start at the top of your head and scan all the way through all your parts down to your toes and just pay attention to the little nuances in how your body feels and the sensations that you have. Get Getting in tune with your body and learning how it functions in relation to your mind is an invaluable skill. I'm going to teach you about why in just a minute, but for most of us, because we don't really understand what feelings are, that they're just vibrations in the body, we spend so much of our time avoiding the negative ones and trying to only feel the positive ones. And at the end of the day, this is really unnecessary. And I actually think this is one of the things that keeps our lives smaller than they need to be. I think when you allow your emotions, you let yourself feel the bigger emotions, that is where you create the bigger life for yourself. Now, most people, most of us don't want to feel our feelings, so we do other things with them, right? We avoid them. We buffer from them with food and alcohol and social media and Netflix. And the reason we do this is that it works, right? When you are feeling negative and maybe for you, the way to get out of feeling a negative emotion is to go have a drink. You feel better in the moment when you have the drink, right? 
Now, all that's happening is that it's kind of masking that thinking that's creating that negative emotion for you, and you're getting a dopamine hit in your brain for the alcohol. It's doling that emotion out for you. It's probably going to come back because the thought that was in your mind before you had the drink is probably still going to be present for you after the drink wears off. But it does feel better in the moment. It doesn't necessarily make us feel better in the long run, but we do get immediate relief from it, which is kind of what we want, right? We want the relief from it because we don't understand that it's actually not that big of a deal. Now, the other thing that we do as humans, if we've not intentionally learned about our feelings and our emotional life, is that we resist the negative emotions and we pretend that they're not there. Like just shove it in the closet. And if I close the door, then I can't see it. And it's not in my consciousness. Then it just doesn't exist. Right. But what happens is when you resist something, it creates more tension and pretty soon the tension explodes. (laughs) And what that might look like is an emotional meltdown. If you've ever heard anyone talk about having a meltdown, this is probably what was happening for them. They resisted some emotion, some feeling that they were having for so long that it just finally exploded to the surface. The other thing that we do, and you see this in your kids, and we as adults still do this too. This is not just a kid thing, but we react to our feelings. Maybe we throw a fit or we yell or we snap or we just overreact, right? The action that we take from the feeling that we're having is like over what we would normally do. I mean, just think about your toddlers and the terrible, like the tantrums that they threw. And that is exactly what we do. That is one of the ways to um, handle emotions that we've come up with as, as humans is to just react to them. And then it's out and we've done the thing. But then the problem is a lot of times we're not really pleased with how we behaved when we reacted to our emotions, right? And then maybe we start beating ourselves up or we start having this negative self-talk. So this kind of spirals into something that we don't actually want to do here. But here's what's so interesting about this. Not allowing your emotions keeps your experience of life small because feelings are actually how we experience the world. So when you try to contain your negative emotions and keep them in a nice little neat box, you miss out on the bigger version of your life and the experience of feeling the positive emotions at a bigger intensity too. So I didn't realize this before I went and started doing this feeling work for myself that allowing my negative emotions to be there and to experiencing them in their entirety instead of trying to drink them away or, um, ignore them or react to them or resist them. What was really happening? The other side of the coin is I wasn't allowing myself to actually feel the full experience of my positive emotions either. So you miss out on the experience of feeling those ones at a bigger intensity. It's those who allow the experience of all their emotions, especially the negative ones who get to experience life in a bigger way. Because what happens is when you dole out the negative emotions, you also inadvertently end up doling out your positive emotions. So I want to give you a visual for this. I want you to think about a line and above the line is positive emotion and below the line is negative emotion. And the line is just neutral. Like you don't feel strongly negative or positive either way. 
What we've ended up doing as humans, most of us, because we don't know how to be the master of our emotional life, is that we play our life so that we're as close to the line as possible. Now, maybe we have a blip above or a blip below, but really we're like experiencing it as close to the line, as close to neutral as we can. And the reason that we do that is because we're so worried about experiencing the emotions below the line, taking the dips below the line, the things that feel really intense, like sadness and fear and doubt. But because that we, we limit our ability to have the spikes above the line on the positive side. So you basically kind of put this bandwidth around the line for the intensity of emotions that you're willing to experience in your life. Because anytime it gets outside that band, you go do something to lessen it and bring it back. And what I'm suggesting is take the band off. Do not put ceilings or bands around your emotions. You don't need to. And maybe you just didn't even know that before. Think about fear and how fear drives the actions that we take. We're so worried about the experience of fear that so many of us just keep our lives small so that we don't have to experience fear. But when you stop and think about it, if you were able to drop into your body and really understand what fear feels like in your body, understand the vibration that's created in your body when you're feeling fearful and you are not living your life the way you want because you don't want that vibration, I want you to stop and ask yourself if that is a good enough reason why. Is the experience of a sensation or vibration in your body that's maybe unpleasant a good enough reason for you to continue to keep your life small, to not go after the big things that you really want, that you have a desire for, that you have a dream for? Is that a good enough reason for you? And here's the other thing that I want you to consider. The probability of you creating your dream life is a function of your ability to allow your negative emotions and not letting them stop you, not trying to dole them because when you do, you stall out your progress towards what you really want. Now, most people don't, and that's why most people don't actually create their dreams. Discomfort is the currency of dreams, is what my coach tells me. And I believe her. She is a thousand percent right. So you have a choice. You can decide to live a normal, easy life and experience the normal, easy emotions, or you can go after your biggest, best life and feel the emotions along the way. In my example of my situation with my husband's job, if this situation would have happened to us even three years ago, I would have been a complete basket case. I would have been drinking a lot of wine. I would be throwing a fit. I'd be blaming my husband and be feeling deep despair. Now I can see the fear, the doubt, and the worry, and know that it's my thinking that's creating it, and I can allow these vibrations to be in my body, and because of that, there is peace and clarity on the other side. Now, the same thing might happen as what would have happened three years ago. Maybe we have to sell our house. He might not get his dream job right away. I might have to support us financially for a while. And you know what? I'm in for all of it, even though it feels like crap half the time because I know it's just a feeling and that I can handle 
all of it. And that on the other side of these feelings is the life I really want. And I'm committed to creating that for myself and for my family. Becoming the master of your emotional life is some of the best work you can ever do for yourself. And that's why it's an entire module in my productive and peaceful life group coaching program. We talk about how to feel on purpose, how to allow the discomfort and become friends with it instead of slamming the door on it and how to use all of your feelings to fuel you to live your best life. Our feelings are the gas tank for our actions. So if you aren't doing what you want to do, it's because you haven't yet mastered your emotional life. And this is the key to getting exactly what you want. So where are you at? Are you willing to take those bands off of that line that you put on where you've limited your experience of your emotions to just be within that? Take it off so that you can experience the highs above and below the line. Here's what I want you to consider to be true. The more you allow all of your feelings to exist in your life and accept them as what's supposed to be there as part of your human experience, the more you're going to accept all of your life and you're going to be willing to go out and create the next level, the next biggest version of your life. You're going to break through your glass ceilings because you're not scared of the emotions that you might feel along the way because you don't need to be scared of them. They are just sensations, vibrations in your body, and you own them because you create them from the way that you're thinking. 